to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, girls, welcome to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm Julie Graham, and if you happen to follow me on social media, you probably already know this about me, that I'm kind of into health and fitness, just a smidge, right? Oh, just a smidge. Just a smidge. I mean, I have a lot of hobbies, but (laughs) I admittedly like to share about um, my working out and eating healthy and that kind of stuff, and more specifically, my gym burn boot camp. And I'm totally fangirling because today we're going to be talking to the co-founder of Burn Boot Camp. Yes, we are. Yeah, you are fangirling, aren't you? (laughs) A little, just a smidge. Hello, I'm Darlene Brock, and you know, I'm kind of excited about this, not because I'm a fitness person at <laughs> yet. all. Uh, yet. Yeah, you are going to drag me, aren't you? Oh, well, after we do this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I will have to do that. But what I think is amazing is, you know, this woman is a fitness guru, I would say from my vantage point, but she's also, she also owns her own businesses. She has a family. So she, like so many women are, you know, she's balancing it all. Yep. And you can speak to that, huh? You've been there, done that a few times over, right? Yep. Well, today is going to be a super fun show because our guest actually is going to share with us some of her expertise in two different areas. One that's kind of near and dear to you, Dar, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then another that's near and dear to me. So welcome to the show, our friend Morgan Klein. She's a wife, she's a mom, she's a personal trainer, and she's also a podcaster. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. We are happy to have you. We are. And, you know, we could say what's near and dear to me is not being a personal trader. (laughs) (laughs) Not even close. I'm going to get you into burn one day. You are, aren't you? That's going to be so fun. I'll go. I think it'd be fun. I'd like to, I'd like to see it up close and personal. I just want to take video of you doing it. Yes, you would definitely love it. You would definitely love it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I actually would. So before we get into all of that, let's just, you know, start at the top. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? A little about your family. And you know what? Just to put you on the spot, maybe a fun fact about yourself. Awesome. Yeah, I would I would love to share a fun fact about myself. So mm-hmm. I'm Morgan Klein. I am the co-founder and COO of Burn Boot Camp, which is a fitness franchise across the nation, soon to be international. Um, my husband and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, actually just north of the city um, in Lake Norman area. And we've got two beautiful children. My daughter, Cameron, is two and a half years old. And my son, Maxwell, is almost nine months old. So uh, between the two of them, plus my growing business, I <laughs> stay very, very busy. But um, my husband and I, a fun fact about myself, is we met when we were in sixth grade. So Aww, um, we grew up. <laughs> yeah. So we've known each other for, gosh, I think it's going on 18 years now. Um, so we obviously grew up in a small town in Michigan called Battle Creek, Michigan. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that today of kind of our, our backstory and our history, but that would be one fun fact about myself. Okay, Morgan, I'm envisioning two little six-year-olds in the playground working out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not six years old, sixth grade. So let me just, let me just clarify that. Okay. Um, Yes, it is funny. We we definitely met on the on the playground, so I can still vividly remember um, hanging out in the monkey bars. That is so precious. 
Well, and I know Julie mentioned that that you your life involves two things. One that I totally identify with, which is not being a personal trainer, and one that Julie <laughs> does. But you, not only did your you and your husband meet when you were young, you're in business together. This is this yes. business that you're building. You're doing it together. Tell me a little bit about that. Devin is really the 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 found the true founder of Burn Boot Camp. You know, I say we're co-founders. <laughs> And he gives me that credit because I was there every step of the way. Mm-hmm. But when Burn Boot Camp first started, I was actually in my corporate job. You know, I I went to um, college and got a food marketing degree. And right out of college, uh, got a full-time job at the Kellogg Company selling cereal and Pop-Tarts. Nice. So I had a mindset that I was going to have a corporate job my whole life and I was going to climb the corporate ladder and, you know, that that's what I thought the definition of success was. So um, when Devin came to me with the idea of starting our own business, you know, at first I was like, OK, we'll do that. But I'm going to keep my full time job, you know. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't instantly that I started uh, doing this full time. My my story is a little different from that. You know, I I knew Burn Boot Camp was going to be a huge hit, but it did take me a while to get that confidence and get that, um, you know, or give myself that permission to change careers and and then finally go full time and doing this with Devin. So, you know, we didn't we didn't start day one uh, working together. It was definitely his vision first and me helping and filling in the gaps when I could um, outside of my corporate job. So what were your what were your fears? Were you afraid of being in business together? You're married, you're in business together. Were you I don't think that was my initial fear. Like I said, growing up in a small town, I, I think success was defined by getting a really good job with a good company that offered insurance and offered benefits and, you know, had that job security, right? But um, in retrospect, that's not really a secure job anymore. Um, (laughs) but that was my fear. My fear was walking away from what, what you would define as safe, getting that paycheck every two weeks, um, to a new business that, you know, it had success, but I, I was scared that if it failed, what was I going to do? Um, so that was my fear. My fear was, um, more of the income thing. And I was extremely excited to do it and extremely excited to do it with Devin. Um, I just, I was so worried. You know what else I was worried about is I was worried about what people were going to think about me. Um, I was worried about what my family and my friends from back home were going to think me giving up a great job and a great career opportunity to go run a boot camp out of a parking lot. <laughs> were you afraid they were going to judge you for um, giving up your dreams for your man or just doing the thing that wasn't necessarily as secure in their eyes? Uh, the latter. I think everybody knew my commitment to Devin and everybody knew how much I believed in him and us. So I wasn't worried about that per se. It was just the giving up the the good opportunity because again, I'm from a small town. So what I had was great. You know, I had a, a great job. I've been, I had been promoted twice already in the company and I was in a, a good direction to, you know, continue that path. So I think I was worried about, you know, what people were going to think of me giving up that job. Well, and I know for Dan and I, we were in the, the music business and 
it's really hard to explain to family who do regular <laughs> jobs what in the world you're you're trying to pull off here. And I imagine yep. you had the same challenge. Yeah, because you were trying to do the music business in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, well, we moved there for a while. Yeah, it, that was, I, I went to the bank one time, Morgan, you could probably relate to this, to ask for a loan for one of the bands I was managing for a tour bus. They looked at me like I was out of my ever-loving <laughs> mind. If I would have uh-huh. said, I want to drill an oil well in the backyard, they'd have gone, oh, sure, we can fund that. Oh, um, of course. Yeah, but not not a tour bus for the music business. So it's kind of hard sometimes to explain to people what it is you're doing. Did you find that true? Absolutely. And, you know, just to mention too, Devin and I were both 24 years old when this was happening. Actually, we started at 23 and turned 24 during this time. So of course, we were also looked at by other people as, you know, not taken as serious. You know, yeah. we, we couldn't get loans from the bank. We couldn't, just like you said, you know, people kind of looked at us, oh, these two kids, you mm-hmm. know, two kids are going to open up a business. Okay. So <laughs> I agree. I, I agree that, you know, when you go and do something that you're passionate about and that seems a little crazy to others, um, they don't have that initial support. So how did that play into your marriage? So obviously you're saying you kind of wanted to hang on a little bit longer to the corporate job security, but Devin, you know, had this vision and this idea. Um, Did he kind of have that confidence all along that you would, you know, you would get on board and you would believe in it too? Or was that maybe a struggle for you guys? So it's funny because from day one, he was like, Morgan, come do this with me. Like, we're going to kill it if we have (laughs) both of us doing this. And, you know, because I was helping him before, um, before work, after work, every weekend. I mean, my second job was, was helping him. And so he saw, he saw the talent that I had and he definitely saw it before I saw it in myself. Um, but there was a big caveat here. He had not yet proposed to me. So there was not a ring on my finger. Oh, girl, that is a big caveat. (laughs) So I told him, I said, listen, you know, I, I want to leave my job and I want to, um, I want to do this, but Hey, we got to have a bigger commitment here. I got to know I'm leaving for, you know, a a bigger commitment than just the business. So, uh, was in his court at that point and, uh, we, we got engaged in April, um, I think it was April 13th. And two weeks later, I was walking out of my corporate job uh, my last day. So that truly was the last piece that I was waiting for to fully dive you know, in with both feet um, and do this together. So that was kind of the link that was holding me behind when I had already made my decision that I would eventually be leaving my corporate job was I was waiting for his commitment. You know, I think that's a lesson for all ladies. You want the whole meal deal. You don't want oh, yeah. just, oh, yeah. you know, the entree or you don't want the salad. <laughs> you want the whole meal deal, okay? Um, yep. So an, import, um, an important point for all women to walk away with. And I love yeah. that he was willing to make that commitment. That's awesome. Yes. Yep, yep. So, so yeah, I mean, then we jumped in both together. I opened up a second location, um, and that's where you know, my passion for running a business really started. So the first passion I found was helping other people and impacting lives through personal training and through the actual boot camps itself. But then um, when I had the opportunity to open my own gym, so I was outside of Devin's gym, I wasn't kind of helping him in the shadows. It was, I was the leader, I was the business owner. It was all my gym. So that's where my entrepreneurial mindset and spirit really sparked was when I had that opportunity to to open my four walls, which is our Cornelius, North Carolina location, our second burn boot camp location. And so are you both still operating those locations? Or? Yeah. So okay. we both, 
Yep. There, there are both our company own locations. Um, I did step back from personal training when I got pregnant with my second, uh, child max. So mm -hmm. with Cameron, I trained as the head trainer all the way up till about 36 weeks pregnant. Wow. Um, and then I came back after Cameron just here and there. But then when I got pregnant with Max, um, there was just so much going on. Uh, I had a, you know, 18 month old daughter. Mm -hmm. I still, <laughs> a, still a growing business. So I wasn't able to commit to being that full-time trainer. Um, and that's where I kind of took a step back and started, um, operating the business instead of being in it. So yes, we still own both locations. Um, we're still involved in both locations, but I'm, I'm not personal training on a normal schedule. So, so tell me when you started burn, what year? Uh, 2013 is when I joined full time. Okay. So in five years, how many locations are there now? So we've got 158 locations open. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, we have 370 awarded. So the difference in the numbers there just means that those locations are still in development wow. um, and will be opening soon. And uh, we're in, I believe, 36 states now. It changes very often, so I can't always keep up with the numbers, but 36 states. Um, we just became registered to sell franchises in Canada. Um, so that's kind of where we have our sites uh, for growth. And awesome. yeah, we have 34 headquarter employees. Devin and I own four burn boot camp gyms within the system. And we've got a couple other businesses on the side, but I know we're going to focus on Burn Boot Camp today. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. I'm really curious because I've joined different uh, facilities. I've done different programs. You know, I'm not Julie. I'm not the committed to something person, but what, what well, you're makes... committed to things, just I am, not, but not, 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 not working the old body out. Um, <laughs> but what sets Burn apart? What What is it that you guys do that makes it... So obviously desirable for people to yeah. launch all over the world. Um, I will say hands down the community. Um, and I know Julie can attest to this. Yes, it's a kick butt workout. Um, Cause you probably get the same or similar workout somewhere else probably, but the community that we um, cultivate and the culture that we cultivate inside the four walls of burn and outside really, I mean, through all of our okay. social media channels, um, and outlets, the community that we've been able to build is like no other. I have not seen it at another gym. Um, I've seen people try, but it's just not the same. And so, you know, for somebody that loves to work out, you know, it's a kick butt workout for them. It's taken their fitness to another level. They're surrounded by positive people. They're surrounded by a great community uh, of women and men. Um, but then also for the for the person that's never worked out in their life, or maybe they haven't worked out in 10 years, or maybe they're coming back from a baby um, and they're scared of the fitness routine and they're scared of the cold box gyms that you typically have on every corner. Um, it's for them too. You know, it's for them to come in and say, listen, let your guard down. Um, we don't judge you here. This is all positive. We're going to help you reach your goals. We're going to do it together. Um, and we're not going to give up on you. So it's really about that community that we've been able to build. You're not just another number when you walk into Burn Butte Camp. You're a person that people care about your goals and your life and your journey, and and they want to be there for you in every every step of the way. Totally. I can 1,000% agree with all of that because I really was, um, you know, I had been for at least a decade into health and fitness, but there's absolutely something different about Burn, and you're right. It's that community aspect. It's having other women um, on your journey with you and pushing you when you need to be pushed, pushing you when you don't want to be pushed, um, yeah. and you getting to do that for someone else. 
So, yeah. And, and I'll say to just to add to that is at headquarters, it really starts with Devin and I and our headquarter team, and then obviously goes down to our franchise partners and trainers. And we care so much about not just the physical aspect of fitness. You know, we care about people's mental health, about their physical, emotional, spiritual, you know, we go into those different pockets, which a lot of companies don't, but we live in such a negative world right now. I mean, I I feel like it's at an all time high, honestly, right now. And so you can, you can literally pick up your phone and find negativity. You can walk into a store and find negativity. You can turn on the TV and find negativity. Um, we actually have to make a conscious effort now to get negativity out of our life, you know, and keep it positive. And so Barn Bootcamp is just an outlet that we want to give that positivity, whether it be the 45 minutes that you're getting your workout or as you're scrolling through your newsfeed and, and we're popping up, you know, different motivational quotes and positivity, or it's our newsletter that you're reading every week. Um, you know, we want to go beyond health and, and fitness. We want to really impact people's lives so they can have that positivity to spread to others, because that's the only way we're going to change this negative culture that we are living in right now. Boy, I would not have imagined someplace where I look at a building that says, come in, work out your body, and you will get fit, and we're going to push you to be more than that. Because I totally agree, Morgan. We are in a very challenging, you know, sometimes I want to leave the TV off for 14 days because I need some... I need some refreshment in my life. And so to find it not only physically, but in every other way where I get support from other people there. And, you know, I imagine if you're inviting everyone, then we're all shapes and sizes. We don't have to look like, you know, the trainer who's training us. Right. It's all fitness levels, all ages, you know, it's really for everybody. And I have yet to find somebody that's walked in and and felt like it's a negative place. You know, they, the workout may not be for them, but they still have that positive image of what the culture of burn boot camp stands for. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that because, um, like you said, you are managing a, a really crazy season. I mean, toddlers are no joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got one and I'm, you know, doing the working mom thing. Um, yeah. you know, the new layer of it being single, sure. That adds another layer, yeah. but it was hard even when my husband was still here. And so, um, what are some practical things that you find works for you trying to do all the things? Yeah. So for me, I'm, I am a big planner. Um, I feel like I have to plan things out and that includes my me time. And for me, that is most often my workouts. So I know that I'm a better wife and a better mom and a better business owner when I dedicate time each day to myself. So, um, most of the time it's through a 45 minute boot camp. Sometimes it's 45 minutes of just reading in silence as well, or going to get a manicure and a pedicure. But mm-hmm. I try to give myself, um, time each day to take care of myself. Um, and I do that through scheduling. So obviously I am someone that's on a lot of calls. I'm in meetings. I'm, you know, presenting things. I'm traveling. My husband and I travel a lot right I was gonna now. I going to say, I watch um, you guys on Instagram and I feel like you're all yeah. over the place. Yes. We've been in like five different States just in the last like two months, it feels like. So, um, I'm a big planner. I have to schedule things and, uh, that's what practically helps me get things done. Um, scheduling and list making. You know, and it's counterintuitive because you hear that and you think, so you're saying you're really busy. So your answer to that is to take time for yourself. And Uh I think we ladies especially struggle with that. We think, Time for myself has to be the first thing to go in order to get all the things done. But it, it really yep. it really messes with us when we don't do that. 
It does. And and listen, like that's, even though that's my biggest advice, that's probably my biggest struggle is Mm. to listening to that advice, you know? And so I have been in ruts where I let the excuses get in the way. You know, I have been in, I've gone a week where I got one workout in and, and it's because I allowed myself to not work out. Like I allowed the excuses to be validated in that week. And that's literally, it just, it reassures me that I'm a way better person when I take time for myself because the weeks that I don't like, you can see it in my stress levels. You can see it in my, uh, my energy, in my mood. Um, so even though I'm saying that I do relate, it's very hard. It is a struggle because we, as women and as moms, you know, by nature, we want to take care of other people in our life. We want to make sure everybody else is taken care of before we think about ourselves. Morgan, the, the majority of women out there are working moms, you know, they, they, do work outside of the home in jobs. Do you have any really great tips for uh, these moms out there on how how do you juggle your children? How do you make sure you have time nurturing them while nurturing yourself, while building a business or working? Yeah. So I think I am very lucky and fortunate to be able to integrate a lot of my business with my children. Um, that's something Devin and I talk about a lot is like, instead of looking at it as a work-life balance, what about a work-life integration? Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's, it's taking what you love and what you're passionate about in your work and making sure that you're not trying to have this hard line that when you go home, you never talk about it. Or when you go home, you never work again. You know, I, for me, it's this integration where, you know, sometimes my kids, they'll travel with us if I can make it work. Um, you know, I, I'm not afraid to talk about work when we, Devin and I get home, you know, there is that commitment that we have that the hour before bedtime, we take our phones, we put them on the counter and we truly do just pour right into our children because I believe that one hour of quality time with them is, is way better than three hours of uninterrupted time, right? Like we've all been there when we're trying to pour into our children, but yet we're like looking at our phone and, you know, that's not quality time with them. Learning when, when it is time to really switch it off, um, and pour into your children, into your family, into your, you know, spouse. And then when it's time where you can kind of balance the both without one or the other suffering. Yeah, I totally relate to that. I know when my girls were growing up, Morgan, I did the same thing. They went on the tour bus with me some. They thought backstage at auditoriums was the place you played. You know, oh, yeah. they they were part of my world. And at the same time, I, I had to learn the same thing, that there is probably no business crisis that is so important or imminent that it can't wait till tomorrow, that no one's dying, no one's, you know, there's nothing out there that is so problematic that I have to deal with it today. And that's kind of a hard thing to do when, especially when you own business. Yeah. And it is a shift, you know, because Burn Boot Camp did start before I had kids. So I had, you know, a hundred percent of my time to devote towards my business. And so I tried to do that as Cameron was still young and then, but as she got older and needed me more and just, you know, as she got mobile and I, I realized, listen, I can't always give a hundred percent to my business and that's okay. All right. So I do want to ask you one more question in kind of this kind of business mindset. What's something in hindsight that comes to mind when you think about something, um, speaking to that woman who's thinking about doing something either on her own, or she, she does want to leave corporate to start something on her own, or she wants to go into the workforce, but she hasn't been there for a while. What's, what's one word of advice or wisdom you want to give to her? 
Don't be afraid to dream big. Don't, don't look at somebody and be like, I could never get to that. Your, I could never get to that level because you can, you guys, if I thought I was ever going to be the founder, co-founder of a fitness franchise that is exploding all over the U S if you would have told me that six years ago, I would have laughed at you. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, I did set my limits really low. You know, I didn't always dream big. I am so thankful for my husband because he dreams absolutely so big. And I often look at him and I'm like, you are crazy, but we have accomplished every single goal that we've put in front of ourselves and they're not attainable tomorrow, but they're attainable. And so it's about dreaming big and then working backwards from there and not giving up and not losing that confidence that you know, you can be where you want to be. You've got to put in the work. If we hadn't ever dreamed big, we probably would still just be owners of a gym and have two to three gyms in the Charlotte area, right? Because, and and that's fine. And that's still successful. But if we don't dream big and put those goals out there that seem unattainable at the moment, you won't ever grow and you won't ever grow personally and in your business. So I would just say that don't be afraid to dream big. Um, don't limit yourself on what you can accomplish. Love it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to open a burn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, and it's funny, as you're saying that, I was thinking of Darlene actually talking the other day about her book that she just launched. And she kind of said the same thing, like, if you would have told me I was going to write a book, I would have laughed. But she just kept having this desire to do it. And she did it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's who, like, who's stopping you? You know what I mean? Like you're going to be your biggest roadblock if you let it, like you're going to be the only one that stops yourself if you let it. So nobody else is going to, don't let anybody else tell you what you can and cannot do. If Devin and I listened to the critics and listened to the doubters, like we would have stopped a long time ago, but that's not what we're doing this for. So it's finding what you are passionate about, finding what your purpose is, and then dreaming extremely big. I love it. Morgan, I'm sitting over here cheering because I know <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So that's great. All right. So awesome. I want to transition a little bit into kind of that that personal world of taking care of your health and fitness. So because I know that's something that obviously you're passionate about. It led to you starting your business. And, and it is something that I'm passionate about. Um, but I talk to a lot of people who would say, yeah, but I can't I can't do what you do. What mm-hmm. do you say to that woman? Because I know you hear it too. Like, what do you say to somebody who's saying, uh, I'm never going to be a burn boot camp person? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that honestly, when I was a trainer, they would come in and they would look at the camp and they'd be like, well, I'm not ready for this. I have to go get in shape to start boot camp." Mm-hmm. And I was, I would just say like, no, like this is for everybody. You just have to start. That's the biggest advice I would give people is You just have to start and you're not going to, you know, you you might look right and left and people may be at a different journey, but don't compare, don't compare your chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20. You know what I mean? And so I would say eliminate the, the comparison. That would be my first tip is don't look at where other people already are. Um, but just get started, right? Because you will be there one day. You will be there. If you keep waking up and putting in the work, just get started. I actually want to just shout out my personal um, burn boot camp, Astero. Um, one of the things I love that um, Brad, our, one of our trainers, will say is, "You can look around the room for inspiration, but not for competition." And whenever he says that, I'm like, "That's right. There is somebody so working true. harder than me, and is you know um, several steps ahead of me. And then there are people who are just starting. But that doesn't matter. It, I can be motivated by." all of those levels because everyone's there to take care of themselves and to push themselves. So just get started is absolutely the best advice. Yep. 
Yep. And imagine, Julie, if you hadn't started Burn Boot Camp, you know, think about some of the things you wouldn't have never accomplished, right? So it's like, don't always think that you can't do something just because you can't do it today, right? Like looking in the future, if you put in the work, the results will come. Morgan, I know uh, right now we're looking ahead at, well, let's see, what is there? Will be Thanksgiving, turkey dressing mm-hmm. gravy. There pie. will be Christmas. Pie. Oh, yeah, pie. That's what Thanksgiving's for. No, it's, I kind of like, okay. So let's say pie too, or whatever else is there. And then Or Christmas, all of the above. Yes. Or right? all of the above. Yeah, on four plates, because you have to go back. Um, you know, there's, there's part of me that goes, you know, I'm not, I'm going to enjoy the holidays. I love this part of it. But at the same time, I don't want January to come and go, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have done as much. Um, what, what advice would you give heading into the season to find a good balance, a good healthy balance? Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because if we think even beyond Christmas, right, I think January might be the only month where we don't have like a special holiday, but then you've got February, you've got, um, you've got Valentine's day. Mm -hmm. And then in March, you've got St. Patrick's day. And then in April you have Easter. And then in May you have Memorial day. If you actually think about it, (laughs) if you think about it, we have something almost every month that we do that we often celebrate around food, right? So let's not just, let's not take a break just at the holidays. Let's get started in our fitness routine now because all those events are going to come throughout the entire year. So why wait a couple months where, well, for one, the gyms are going to be flooded on January. So if it were Mm -hmm. me, I'd want to get into my routine and start feeling really, really good before the gyms get flooded. Um, But you're going to feel a lot better throughout those fun holidays, the, you know, the Thanksgiving, the, uh, the Christmas, the, uh, anything in January, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself if you've already committed to a fitness routine, um, because you won't feel that guilt of having, you know, the extra piece of pie or the extra Christmas parties that you're going to go to. Um, so I really encourage people to start now, start today. Don't wait until January 1st. Um, get in your routine and then you'll feel really, really good and already have made some progress come January 1st. I love it. And so there's a balance to this because you're not saying don't eat that piece of pie. You're saying, you're saying, if she said it, we'd edit it out. We would, we would probably (laughs) cut it. Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. My, my philosophy is so about balance. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I feel like there, I used to be that person that obsessed over a piece of pie and then I'd have to go work it off. And I used to be in that place and I, I will do anything in my power to encourage people not to have Mm -hmm. that mindset because it is all about balance. It's about enjoying the moments, enjoying the time with family and friends. And whether that be over cake or pie or, you know, a couple extra glasses of wine, um, those are memories that you're not going to get back. So yes, I think that you need to, you need to balance it with a good exercise routine. Um, and don't let it, don't let it build up day over day, over day, over day, but don't, don't give in and don't have that guilt of, you know, having your treats. Well, and I love the fact that you just said that because I think what you said earlier about it being what your approach is, is mental, spiritual, physical. Mm -hmm. You're not neglecting some of the emotional opportunities that we have around people we love just because we go to the gym. Yep. Hashtag relatable. Totally. Okay. Well, that being said, let me ask you one more question before we wrap this up. What are some goals right now that you have in your health and fitness? Yeah. So I am almost nine months postpartum. Uh, so my son will be a year in 
December. So I have really started to focus more on building my strength back up. Um, I had a C-section with him, so I lost a lot of of that core strength. So Mm -hmm. personally, I have goals to just focus on building my strength up, um, continuing to eat you know, super healthy. I have my treats on the weekends. Mexican's my favorite food Mm -hmm. side tip, but, um, (laughs) yeah, my goals are really to just feel my best and to start to gain some of that strength back. Awesome. Now burn boot camp isn't in every city, although it looks like you will be pretty soon. (laughs) Soon The rate you're going. Yeah. But yes, we're in 157, I think is where we're at. Barnbootcamp.com is where you can find all the locations that we are in. So what would you recommend to someone who you aren't in their city yet? What, What do they look for? we put a lot of free content on our YouTube channel, um, on our blog, on our website for people to get started, even if it's at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so my husband and I have recorded dozens and dozens of workout videos that you can follow along at home with or without equipment. Um, and that's how you can get started really, and still be a part of that burn community and that positivity until a burn comes into your area. But you know, if, if you're not somebody that stays motivated at, you know, at home, then I just would really find a facility that is positive and that is encouraging and welcoming and something that, you know, incorporates some strength training also with some, uh, burst training or hit training. Awesome. Great, great advice. Um, I'm sure that our friends are going to want to follow you, um, and be able to kind of follow your personal journey, um, learn from you, be motivated by you. So how can our friends become your friends and follow you on social media? Yeah. So my Instagram handle is morgan.a.klein. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Morgan Klein. And then also I've got the coffee and kettlebells podcast, um, that also has a Facebook page. Totally. Yeah. Um, go ahead and tell us a little bit what your show is about. So obviously as our friends are listening to our show, they're always looking for other shows. Tell us a little about what they can expect when they listen to you. Yeah. So the coffee and kettlebells is a burn bootcamp podcast. So I have a variety of guests anywhere from, um, other personal trainers, other moms that are bloggers in fashion or in beauty. Um, I've had someone come on and talk about women's health. I try to find guests that can relate to a lot of women and can relate to a lot of our listeners on how to overcome some of the struggles in their lives. I definitely think if you enjoy listening to This Grit and Grace Life, you would absolutely enjoy coffee and kettlebells as well. So you're going to want to do that. We'll put all the links in the show notes. So if you're like, I don't remember Morgan, what was her middle name? Don't worry. We'll put it in the show notes so that you can find it. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I know. I had to put my middle name in there because someone else has Morgan.Klein. An- another so Morgan Klein. If you're, li- if you're listening, I want your handle. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for taking time out of your day because we definitely know you're busy with everything we've talked about today. Um, But we appreciate it. I just want to encourage every woman who's listening today to start somewhere, whether it's take a step toward that dream you have in your heart, um, a passion that you have, or just start some step toward getting a little bit healthier, moving toward fitness. You got to start somewhere and you can totally do it. Absolutely. So thank you, Morgan. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys so much. This was awesome. All right, we're going to end this episode with a quote like we always do. And you know what? I'm going to quote one of the phrases that I have seen plastered in every burn boot camp that I have been to. And I have been to a few even as I've traveled. And it's this, don't give up. You never know who you are inspiring. And I feel like that applies to everything we've talked about on this episode of This Grit and Grace Life. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org. We'll catch you on the next one.